0: Take it from the top. One, two, my mic sound nice. Check one, my mic sound nice. Check two, my mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready to rock, y'all? To the beat, y'all. I keep on, and you don't stop. Rocking on. Hey, y'all! Welcome to another episode of Nikki Thoughts Podcast. I am your girl, A Nicole, and I would like to thank you for tuning in with me for another episode for another week. And I'd like to remind you to wait with you and tell a friend just how dope you think the podcast is, right? Um, Again, I am recording this uh, episode early as I will be out of the country um, for about 10 days. I'm going home to Jamaica um, just to relax, relate, and release because I am burnt out. I will be the first to tell you. I will be the first to admit to you, your girl is burnt out. I'm tired. I'm tied, T-I-D, the fuck E, tied. Um, I work a nine-to-five, It really it's not a nine-to-five. Um, i have a supervisor. Uh, <laughs> I just got six new employees, uh, and I was just like, oh my gosh, on top of what I already have, and I am on call, um, and that's just my nine-to-five. I also run five businesses. Um, I'm a single mom. I am working on my dissertation, my Ph.D. dissertation. Um, Yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on. So um, one thing that I am starting to um, realize, oh, and I'm on tour. So one thing that I'm starting to realize is that um, I do travel a lot, but I do travel a lot for work. And I need to start putting aside pockets of time or pockets of space for me to just do things for leisure um, things for me just to do, um, just to relax, relate, and release, so, um, I, I realized a few months ago that I work seven days a week, I have no days off, on the weekends I am, um, making orders for my black sauce, um, store, I am, um, mailing them off, um, I'm doing sessions, that's another thing, I do, um, sessions, clients. Um, I'm at the gym. Uh, I'm like creating more businesses, creating more ventures and things like that. Um, I'm tending to my on call things, um, with my, with my, uh, my teams and stuff. So I am tired. Like, you know, I know a lot of you all will be like, you know, how do you do it or whatever? I don't know. You know, I just, I, I'm a workaholic, you know, I'm ambitious as hell. Um, uh, you know, it's a Virgo trait. I mean, I'm saying that other signs aren't ambitious. Um, definitely. I don't need nobody being like, "Oh, she just thinks no. Um, but that's just one of our gifts and our curses that our minds are always going. Always. We're always thinking of innovative ideas. We're always thinking of, you know, ways to like flip and turn shit and things like that. So, um, I, I I was like I need to take a break, and you know some folks was like, "Weren't you just in dr um in in February?" Yes, I was. Shit, and then I worked seven days straight since then, you know, every week on the wake up. You didn't have weekends off. I wish I could. I don't know what it feels like to just like not have shit to do. Like that would probably feel so weird to me. I don't know what it feels like. I, I don't have. To, I don't watch TV. Like because I'm always like. Doing shit, you know, either on one of my tablets, my phone, emails, whatever. So, like, I am tired. I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. So, I need to start exercising self-care. And I want to do an episode on self-care too. And just what it looks like. Because sometimes people think that self-care is going to get a massage. Which it is. uh, Or going to do something that's fun or, you know, whatever. But self-care, it's multifaceted. Like, self-care can be checking yourself for, you know, some toxic shit you got going on internally if you're bringing it on yourself. Uh, self-care can be a lot of things, so I want to talk about that. But um, I wanted to, um, and even like on, um, when I'm in Jamaica, I have to, I'm bringing my dissertation with me. I have to um, have a phone call with my chair about my dissertation, and I'm just like, shit, you know, like, what the fuck, man? But you know that's how I've always been. Like I've I've done school straight. Like I I I started and especially like after I started at Kingston. I want as soon as I got back into school, I felt like I had to play catch up. Um. So like I've just been going straight. So I've just been always bringing my work with me. It's just something that you know I've always done. But this dissertation is kicking my ass, y'all. But you I wanted to talk about recovering from burnout. You know, um. And, and just what it is. Because some folks don't know what burnout is. You know, they might think it. Like, I, I I had asked uh, one of my clients, do you know what burnout is? And he's like, what what the fuck is that? Like, uh, a STD or something? What the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I didn't tell you you had that uh, first. I'm glad I asked you if you knew what it was before I, you know, broached it on you. But, um, yeah, so this, this, this episode will be about uh, burnout and how we can... Recover from burnout. Um, and of course, you know, I'll harp more on a future episode about, you know, self-care and things that we can do to love up on ourselves and nurture ourselves, okay? So um, without further ado, let's get into the topic, shall we? Okay, so what is burnout? So burnout can be defined as a state of physical and emotional exhaustion. It can occur when you experience long-term stress in your job or when you have worked in a physically or emotionally draining role for a long time. You can experience burnout when your efforts at work have failed to produce the results that you expected and you feel deeply disillusioned as a result. So, a lot of my empaths, people who take on people's emotions, people who take on people's feelings and like when shit pops off they. experience, they feel just like how someone else feels, you know, um, we take on a lot of shit, especially healers, you know, basically we're having people put their energy on us throughout the day, me throughout the work, me, me throughout work, excuse me, my work day, me doing my sessions, you know, when I'm not at work, I have people dumping, you know, what they're going through on me all the time. You know, like, and I, I can sometimes take it on like long-term, you know, like I hear stories about, you know, domestic violence. I hear stories about sexual assault. I hear stories about homelessness. Um, I hear stories about, you know, just the violation and cheating and, 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 and tumultuous relationships with moms. Or tumultuous relationships with children and and things of that nature. That's I'm I'm reading case notes. I'm I'm writing case notes and all of that. So like I just feel drained all the fucking time. You know, just like ah, oh, you know, just my battery just is keep like dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. So like when you have a particularly emotionally draining job where you're dealing with a lot of people and people are just unloading their shit on you, um, that can like burn you the fuck out especially if you don't know how to recharge your battery, okay? So, some signs and symptoms of burnout is if you feel that every day at work is a bad day, if you are exhausted much of the time, like you wake up, you might be okay, and then maybe an hour or two later, you're tired. Or maybe by lunchtime, you feel like you've worked a double shift. You know, you just, oh, I'm just tired. You know, a lot of times people be like, oh, my my, my, my iron must be low. I'm anemic too. No, that's not always what it is. Sometimes if you are burnt out, and shit wrong with your iron this time, you're burnt out. Next, um, you feel no joy or interest in your work or even feel depressed by it. You know, maybe a job that you were so excited to have or a task that you were so excited to complete. You know, a feat or anything. You know, you might just it just it, it just depresses you at the thought of it. You don't want to go to work, you dread going to work, you don't want to go to school, you dread going to school, you don't feel like going to I don't know, yoga or anything that you enjoy, you just dread it, you know, and you know that this isn't how you always felt, that you don't want to do it. Um you may also experience physical symptoms such as chest pain, shortness of breath breath, excuse me, sleeplessness or heart palp palpitations, excuse me what's going on with me, um, heart palpitations, so, um and make sure, like, this physical shit y'all go see a doctor, I'm trying to tell you, like, don't just something be going on with you and you can feel it physically and you don't act on it, like, this shit is life altering, this shit is life threatening as well, it can fuck you up, um I know that sometimes my stomach being knots a lot You know, or sometimes I'll have, like, anxiety. My heart be beating fast and stuff like that. Um, If that's happening regularly, please go see someone. I can't tell you how many people have, you know, neglected their physical health or have neglected signs like this, and next thing you know, they in a stroke. Next thing you know, they didn't have a heart attack. Next thing you know, they in a fucking hospital or, or they didn't stain it or you didn't heard this or you didn't heard that or they just have an emotional breakdown, mental breakdown. So please pay attention to your body. Please. Okay? Studies show that people who experience burnout early in their career often find it easier to recover than people who go through it later in life. However, it is important to know how to recover effectively, whatever stage you're in in your career. So recovering from burnout. Burnout will not go away on its own. It will get worse unless you address the underlying issues causing it. If you ignore burnout, it would only cause you further harm down the line. So it's important that you begin recovery as soon as possible. Recovery from burnout is a slow journey, not a quick dash to some imaginary finish line. You need time and space to recuperate, so don't rush through this process, please. The recovery strategies that I'm going to outline Are all useful in different situations. Some of these strategies will work for you. And some you may have to fine tune. And I don't mind. That's cool. So find a balance of strategies and best practices. That feel right for you. If you believe that something isn't working. Please don't be afraid to try something new. You know you. You are your biggest expert. It ain't no other person like you. It will be no other person like you. So if anybody knows how you are and who you are is you, harp on that. So first, let's think about the why of burnout. You will first need to identify why you've been experiencing burnout. In some situations, this can be obvious. Other times, it will take time and introspection to uncover this. You might have things going great for you. You might love your job, but you're still feeling tired. You might love you know, your extracurricular activities, but you're still feeling drained, you know? So, this means that there's something that is underlying going on. Um, so, um, if we think about, if we think about someone, I'm going to give you an example. Let's say Keisha manages a team halfway around the world. So, her work day often starts at 6 a.m. She does not mind this because she likes her team and her job. But she feels resentful when her boss forgets that she works so early and repeatedly asks her to stay late, which causes her to miss important time with her family. So, in this example, the burnout does not occur because Keisha doesn't like her job. In fact, she loves what she's doing. She's experiencing burnout because she hates missing out on family times in the evening. And she got to be to work early in the fucking morning. So you got to take time and think about any negative feelings that you have about your role, you know? And once you've identified the cause of your burnout, write down at least one way that you can manage or eliminate that source of stress or unhappiness. Get proactive. Once you identify it, that's the easy part. Okay, half the, 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 the battle is halfway over. Now how are we going to meet this shit head on so we're not feeling this way anymore? Okay. So, um, what you may have to do or what Keisha could do, but if you're in this situation as well, you may want to, um, think of ways like I would say maybe tell a telework one day out of the week, maybe work from home on Monday or work from, I know some people who work from home on Monday and Fridays, and they only go to work Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, you know, um, they delegate some of their responsibilities to others. Like if you have an admin, if you have an assistant or something, um, someone who can take the, the, the brunt off of everything or maybe some of your workers. Have them do some things. Now, don't be unfair and just be unloading shit that you're supposed to be fucking doing. Don't do that because, I mean, no, nobody likes that. But you may want to, um, you know, um, delegate some things or think about changing roles. Maybe your time um, in this spot you know, especially if it's, if it's, you know, they're making you have time away from work. Maybe you need to find you another job with more flexible hours or better hours that best um, suit you and your family needs. Okay? So, um, focus on the basics. If you've experienced burnout, your body may be in need of attention. This is why it's important to think about the basics of good health and well-being. You can start by getting plenty of exercise. This is because countless studies have shown that this offers many physical and mental benefits. Not only does regular exercise help reduce stress, but it also in, it boosts your mood, improves your overall health and enhances your quality of life. I feel my best when I work out. However, I'm one of those people who work if it I work out to the, the the point where I exhaust myself. If I don't feel like I need to take a nap afterwards, I feel like um, I haven't worked out enough. That's how hard I push myself. So, that in itself, it has burnt me out in the past. I've had to take a break from the gym. You know, in the past. Because I'm just like, my body is just like, no, we're not going today. Or tomorrow. Or the day after that. you are going to lay your ass fucking down. I don't give a fuck what you do. You know? Lay your ass down. Okay? You've got to go to sleep. But you can lay your ass down. So, yes. And also, like, when we exercise, we feel good about ourselves because we know we're going to look good in our clothes. You know, we beam when people say, oh, you've lost weight or, oh, you know, you're so toned," or whatever. So, that's a great thing, too, that that, that lifts our vibration. Um, You got to also make sure you're getting enough sleep. I probably get, I'm recording this podcast and it's 2 o'clock in the morning. And I have to be up for um, a flight to Jamaica. And I'm recording a podcast. And I have not even packed my bag. <laughs> so I can get no sleep. That's what I mean. I'm burnt out. Shit. Um, I was meal prepping Kingston's uh, food. Um, Since I'm going to be gone. I, I made sure. Because my mom is going to come and watch him. Um, So uh, making sure he has all his meals. And things like that. So yeah. I'm, I'm, as I'm saying this. I'm not taking my own advice. But I'm, I'm a work in progress. And I'm going on vacation to my burnout, please, so don't judge me, okay? So, make sure you're getting enough sleep again. Make sure that you're eating well and you're drinking plenty of water throughout the day. And while this may sound obvious, busy professionals often ignore their most basic needs. Okay, I'm going to tell you that a million times. I do it all the time. Sometimes I forget to eat. Sometimes uh, Patrick can be like, did you eat today? And I'd be like, oh, shit, I knew it was something I was supposed to do today because i just be Running, it, running, it, running, it, running, running. You know, we neglect our needs when we be hustling, and we can't do that. Um, this is because instead we take care of others and their responsibilities far more than we take care of ourselves. This also contributes to burnout when we're not eating correctly, when we're not drinking our fucking water, when we're not taking our vitamins, when we're not eating our green, leafy fucking vegetables, taking supplements, Cocoa 10. Uh, Omega three, you know, we getting up here. We getting old. We got to take shit outside of a Flintstone vitamin. When we're not doing what we're supposed to do, that is a sign of self neglect, which is a sign of burnout. Next, take a vacation or a leave of absence. One good way to start your recovery is to take a real vacation. Time away from work gives you the distance you need to relax and de stress. While the stress and problems that you're experiencing at work may still be waiting for you when you get back taking time off is essential for getting the rest you need and coming up with a long-term solution to burnout you know so like i said i'm i'm taking my raggedy ass jamaica i'm going to be gone for about well yeah over 10 days you know something for me to just relax relate and release yeah this, this stressful ass shit gonna be waiting for me when i get back but it'll be waiting for me when i get back And when I go on vacation, I, I don't, I put my phone on do not disturb. I, I, I uninstall like my Outlook on my phone. So I don't get any, I don't get shit from work. I uninstall stuff that may be, that may be detrimental to my peace of mind and my recovering from burnout while I'm on vacation. And you know, if money is tight, if you can't afford to, you know, take the vacation that you want. Take some time and go home. If you have children, their asses need to go to school or daycare. Okay? And you need some time just to relax. Don't do shit. Don't take time off and then next thing you know, you helping somebody motherfucking move. You, you didn't took all this time off, but you working. You're not doing your job. You're not doing your role that you're being paid for, but you're still working. You're still putting your body through shit. You're still putting your mental through shit. you over here volunteering. you over here doing this and you over here doing that when you're supposed to be on a break. When you break, you need to break. I don't care if it's for a day. Another thing that I'll do if I'm pressed for time is I will take my ass on hotwire.com. Type in Washington, D.C. I live on the outskirts of D.C. And we're well, not really the outskirts. I'm, I'm about 25 miles from D.C. Yeah, about 25 miles. Enough for people to call me before they fucking bring their ass over here. So, yeah, about 25 miles. But anyway, um, I'll go on Hotwire and I will put in Washington, D.C. for the weekend. And I will get me a little four-star hotel a uh, minimum. Because, you know, Hotwire, they give you a low, 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 low. And I will go there for the weekend. I will check in, you know. I'll park my car somewhere, and because I don't even want to be tempted by my car. And you know, in DC, um, they they that violation, them parking like forty three dollars a night. They got me fucked up. Um, and I will go there, and I'll I'll bring my candles. You know, I may bring my Florida water and my diffuser. Um, and I just relax, and I don't give a damn if I just watch oxygen all weekend you know, the the few times that I do watch TV. Or if I bring a journal and I just write. You know? Or or maybe I'll just chill out for the day and then in the evening I'll link up with one of my girlfriends and we go to a hookah lounge or something. No no Kingston, no no pretty paws, no T'Challa, those are my dogs, you know, no no work, no nothing. So think of that too. You just need to remove yourself from the everyday monotony, you know? If you can, get out of your house, get out of your house. Take some time away, you know? Everything else can wait. You can deal with the bullshit when you get back. So that's something. Next, you may want to reassess your goals. Take time to reassess your personal goals. Burnout can occur when your work is out of alignment with your values or when it's not contributing to your long-term goals. You can also experience frustration and burnout if you have no idea what your fucking goals are. Who are you? What are you here for? What makes you happy? What fulfills you? You know, if you're operating outside of your destiny, or if you're operating outside of your per- your 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 personal uh, uh 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 values and your vision, or what you're here for, you're going to burn out. Because you're doing shit you ain't got no business doing. And you are nowhere working towards what you were put on this earth for. So that's gonna burn you out. Because spirit is not fucking agreeing with what you're doing. Spirit is like, I ain't doing this shit no more. I don't wanna do this shit no more. Get down and lay down. Okay? So um you can also experience frustration and burnout if you have no idea what your goals are. I just said that. So start by identifying your values and thinking about what gives you meaning in your work. Then use this to craft a personal mission statement. This self-analysis will give you a deeper understanding of what you find most important. And it will show you which elements, if any, are missing from your life or work. So I always like to get people um, to do personal um, mission statements. You know, all organizations have one. From Walmart to motherfucking uh, McDonald's—they have a mission statement. Who are you? What are you here for? You know, who are you? Who are you? Who's your target population? You know, what is what is your mission? All of that. You need to know. You you need to know what you're here for, and you need to start tapping into that. That's one of the biggest things I do with my sessions, with my clients, is we dig deep about what are you here for. You know, you are unhappy you're doing shit you don't have no business doing. You know, you, you have to realize that you're in that body with spirit. You know, you're you're a co-pilot. You know, you 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 have you have two entities there, you know, that you have to consult with, you know, and make sure that you're on the right track. You know, when you hear older people say, my spirit don't agree with something, they're, they're, they're not crazy. They're not, you know, we used to make fun, but that's some real shit because you have a co-pilot in there. So, yeah, spend some time with self. Put yourself open, dig deep. Figure out what your purpose is, you know. Get a reading. I'm a big fan of getting readings. I get readings all the time. I read myself now, you know. So, yeah, do that. Um, let's see. Next, look at how you can tie your values and mission to your current role. This could mean crafting your job to fit you better or just changing the way you look at your role. Okay. Um, all of us require five essential elements in our lives in order to experience well-being. Well-being. These elements are positive emotions, engagement, positive relationships, meaning, and achievement. Okay? So, another thing that I want you to do is to set boundaries. A lot of us are burnt out because we're doing shit for other people we don't have no business doing. A lot of us are burnt out because we are overextending ourselves people in situations that we have no business overextending ourselves to a lot of us are burned out because we are the givers and we are victimized by the takers a lot of us are burned out because we are allowing ourselves to be used and abused and discarded stop that, learn how to say no and put a fucking period at the end of your sentence and I'm going to tell you what the period is the period is your actions because you can say no all day and people are going to find a way to make you say yes you know Mm mm-mm, say no and stop fucking talking, and your period needs to be your fucking, um, follow-through, there is a ideology in marketing, or, um, yeah, marketing, that, you know, especially people like who, um, do like call centers or things like that, that the longer they can keep someone on the phone, um, talking to them about purchasing a product, um, that means the longer they have to get the person to sway to purchase it. The longer you're on the phone with me and I'm telling you about the product or, you know, the service that I want you to purchase. That means the more um, chances I have or the better chance I have to get you to buy it. Because if you tell me no and uh, put a period at the end of your sentence, basically you tell me buy or fucking I can hang up in my face, that's your period. I don't have anything else to go to take from that. I don't have any more opportunity to get you to sway my way. We need to be the same way. Say no. And don't feel no type of way about it. Because they don't feel no type of way about burning you the fuck out. So say no. You know. Um, I have a, a, a exercise that I do. With some of my clients. Some people. You know. Particularly my people pleasers. They don't know how to say no. And they don't know how to say no to the point that it's uncomfortable. For them to say no. It, it gives them anxiety when they have It makes them feel like they're the big bad wolves. When they say no. And they're a bad person. And you know. um, I'm going to block my blessings. And all of that. And I'm like you're going to block your blessings. Being burnt out is a blessing. Oh. What the fuck is a hindrance. But um, we have to train our minds. So at first you know. If you can't say no. Say things like. "Um, Perhaps I'll think about that. You know that's something to think about. Or. No, I can't commit to that. That's my favorite one. I can't commit to that. No, mm, won't be able to do that. Or, you know, um, don't say maybe. Because maybe is yes to a lot of people. But think of other ways that you can say no to soften the blow. I'm doing, I don't know why y'all want to soften blows. People don't want to soften blows, again, when it comes to them using and abusing or overstepping their boundaries. But, I mean, okay, no problem. But figure out a way for you to say no in a nice way. You know, um, next, I want you to practice positive thinking. Burnout can cause you to slip into a cycle of negative thinking. This negative thinking often worsens over time. You can combat this by learning how to think positively. Affirmations are key. I tell everybody I come in contact with clients, friends, whatever you need to have a fucking affirmations board. I have four in my house, maybe five. I know at least four affirmation boards, being them the, the, the boards that you can tack shit on that i stack my little sticky notes on and boards that I can write on, white boards where I write shit. I have them all over my house so I can look at them and, 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 and get pumped up and feel lifted up. You know, affirmations are positive statements about the future and they also help you visualize and believe in what you're doing. You know, if you also need a vision board, I call them decision boards, you know, because it, 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 It empowers you. You know, decision is an empowering um, work, you know, So get you a vision board. You know, visualize shit. They say once you visualize it, once you write that shit down, the rest is history. Do that. When you're in recovery from burnout, it can be a challenge to develop the habit of positive thinking. This is why it's important to start small. Try thinking of something positive before you get out of bed each morning. Or at the end of the day, think back to one great thing you did at work or at home. I'm going to tell y'all another thing. When y'all wake y'all asses up, don't get the fuck on Instagram. Don't get the fuck on Facebook or Twitter. You know? Don't. Because that shit is tiring. That's an energy in itself. And you are subjecting yourself to energy of millions. Millions. And I'm not over-exaggerating. The people who you follow, the people who they follow who are commenting um when you go on that explore page oh that that that's the lion's den you know and you, you ain't no telling what you're gonna see on there. ain't no telling what you're gonna see on the comments on some of those posts stop it stop starting your day with instagram you're gonna burn you're gonna you're gonna exhaust yourself you know you ain't even got out of bed yet but you haven't seen somebody with a six-pack stomach that you wish you had and now you're feeling bad about yourself or you didn't seen somebody accomplish something and now you feel like you're less than. Or you didn't seen some, I don't know, maybe a baby shower, a wedding. And you always wanted to get married and you didn't fuck your day up before you even started. Stop it. The first 15 minutes of your day, or you can start small the first 60 seconds of your day. Give fucking thanks. You know, thankful for what you have. You know, connect with self. Um, I like to listen to chime music when I wake up. You know, you find it on YouTube. You know, chime music for anxiety, chime music for um, negative thoughts, chime music for you, chime music for anything. Look it up. They have them from like five, ten minutes to like hours. I, I, sometimes I go to sleep on chime music to clear my thoughts. So that's how I start. But you know, start your day positively because how like you start your day will be how you end it. how you end your day. It's how you want to start it. So do the same thing before you go to sleep. You know, say some affirmations. Read a good book or not a whole book, but you know, maybe a book of affirmations, a couple pages. Listen to your chime music. Say what you were thankful for. What happened good today? You know, I don't care if it was, I was able to eat lunch without any disruptions or I went to, I went out to eat today. You know, I don't care what it is. Um, Think about that. You know, say it out loud. Do all of that. Um, let's see. Um, you can also bring more positivity into your life by practicing random acts of kindness at work. A basic part of our human nature is to help others. Being kind to others not only helps spread positivity in the workplace, but it also feels great. Now does don't mean that people use you in your workplace. But do something nice. Like sometimes, you know, when I'm walking to the restroom... So I'm walking up to the front, you know, or I don't know. I may tell one of the security guards, "Oh, you know, I love that lipstick," and be and, and genuine with this shit. Don't be lying. Don't have these people looking flicked and you complimenting them and you snickering when you get back to your desk. Don't do that. Make it genuine. Or oh yes, blouse. Or oh yes, bundles. That's me. I'm 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 I'm, I'm the uh, coworker that they be like, "What are we gonna do with you?" Because you know how I am here uh, on on Nikki's thoughts. This is me. So, you know, like, all of that blouse, okay, those boots, you know, compliment someone. When you see them smile, it'll make you smile. You know, do something. like um like, if I'm sitting in on an assessment, you know, if I'm, if I'm, I'm called to sit in on an assessment, you know, maybe um, a client is asking for a supervisor or something, I find ways to empower them, you know, because since they want to speak to a supervisor, they're upset. So, that's off, off bucks. So I try to find a way to make them feel good or I try to find a way to, you know, empower them and stuff. And that makes me feel good when they smile sheepishly and be like, yeah, you're right. Or, yeah, you know, whatever. So, yeah, that 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 feels good. So um, I want to close this out by um, giving you some key points. Um, while there are many causes of burnout, people are most likely to experience it when they work in a physically or emotionally demanding roll again, or when their efforts at work don't produce the results that they expected. Again, symptoms of burnout include depression, hopelessness, feeling overwhelmed by responsibilities, and using escapist behaviors to cope. Escapist behaviors can be defined as drinking, uh, drugging, popping pills, um, just escaping from reality. Anything that you can do to escape, Uh, dare I say, promiscuity, you know, um, things of that nature, things that are like detrimental to you in the long run, you know, so don't engage in those. It's important to make the effort to recover properly from burnout. To do this, I want to give you these strategies. Again, think about the why. Focus on the basics. Take a good vacation or a leave of absence. Reassess your goals. Recalibrate your boundaries and learn to say no. Practice positive thinking. Okay? These are the things that you need to do. And I want to give you this warning again. Stress is a strong contributor to burnout. Stress can cause severe health problems and in extreme cases it can result in death. While stress management techniques have been shown to have a positive effect on reducing stress, they are for guidance only. So, while the things that I just discussed with you are great, I want you to also think about and explore speaking with a mental health professional. You know, um, I'm accepting clients. You know, if you want to um, book a session with me, you can do so. By uh, visiting www.aprilnicole.com, and that's A-P-R-I-L-N-I-C-H-O-L-E.com. com. Um, book a session with me. I believe this was on the drop down. Um, but see someone. Don't just hold that shit in. It will eat you alive, and you do not need that. You know, it can make you. It can make you just. <sighs> It can just make you just so bottled up. And you do not need that. I cannot stress this enough. Okay? So, um, I hope everybody enjoyed the, um, the burnout. Again, I'm going to do an episode on, um, on self-care uh, methods that you all can use. And I believe that I have enough time for Dear Nikki. Now, I forgot all about that. So, like, if you have a dilemma, if you have something that you need my advice on, um, you can write in to me. And um, I will read your letter. And I will keep you anonymous. I, didn't, I never reveal the names of the people that um, write in to me. And I answer it. So, um, you can submit your Dear Nikki submissions to me at anicoleinc at gmail.com. And that's A-N-I-C-H-O-L-E-I-N-C at gmail.com. So, A-N-I-C-O-L-E at gmail.com. So, let's get into today's letter, letter, shall we? So, hey Nikki, I hope this is the right place to enter a podcast question entry. My best friend has been one of the most supportive people I've had in my life. She convinced me to go to school and finish my major. She shows up for my open mic events wherever I perform spoken word. And we lend each other money if needed with no questions asked. She knows I've dealt with nothing but fuckboys in my past and has lectured me to get on the right path. Well, I finally did that. Four months ago, I started dating an amazing man all around. And she agrees he's amazing. But now there's a change in her. When I share good news about him and I, she's told me she doesn't care or she doesn't want to hear it. Mm Mm-mm. I was excited to finally meet his parents, and when I told her I finally met his parents, she left me on red, along with any other good news I've shared. To the point now, I know not to speak to her about my relationship. She's admitted in the beginning he's a great man, and she's very outspoken, so she would have told me if there was a problem with him, like she's always done. And we're all grown, so I definitely don't have issues balancing my friendship relationship. Mind you, her and I are neighbors, so we're very accessible. So, I don't know. So, I know it's not because I'm leaving her out or anything. We've been friends for six years, and I just can't understand why she can't be happy for me. She's always been the type to compare and compete us two. What is your answer? This There's been numerous times over six years that I've had to remind her we're not in competition, but I never thought it would be this bad. What should I do? Thanks, Nikki. Well, you just answered your question, boo. Um... <laughs> Some of my girlfriends don't like when we get good men, especially if they just, they're used to seeing us in situations where we've been dating fucked up in fuck boys as you call them and as I call them too. You know, she was comfortable with you dating fuckboys boys with you complaining to her about how you were mistreated, and now that you have found you a good man, and you didn't tell me whether she got a man or not, and I'm guessing that it's a no. 'Cause the women who have men and who are happy with their fucking men, particularly, they don't fuck about what's going on anywhere else. You know? So that's what it seems like. And sometimes it's like friends have a how dare you factor about them, particularly when we have been living lives or or on a lifestyle that really hasn't been conducive to our greater good. And when we get on the track, on the straight track and on the good track, and we start blossoming and we start being blessed and we start getting great things it's kind of like a how dare you how dare you step outside the box that I've been comfortable with you being in how dare you stop being the friend who I have secretly been feeling good about because you've been having disaster after disaster with dating fuckboys how dare you go get a good man and how dare you tell me how dare you tell me about it how dare you tell me about you meeting him, his, his, his parents, and you... Because those are milestones. Those are big milestones. I mean, unless he let Miss Gladys meet fucking everybody. Because you got some dudes that just... Everybody fucking meet Miss Gladys. Um, but, you know, how dare you? And that's why she doesn't want to hear it. She don't want to hear it because it puts the mirror up to her face of what she don't got. She ain't ready for that. She don't want to deal with that. You know, so... Um, especially when you say that she's been in competition. Y'all have been, she's been trying to compete with you throughout your friendship. Sweetheart, this is not your friend. This is merely an associate. And she's shown you what time it is. She's shown you what time it is. And so now I guess we've come to a head of this. So with that being said, you leave her right the fuck there. She don't want to hear about it. She don't need to hear you. You know, I wouldn't even go into it with her. She knows what it is. You know, for you to be like you, now you know you can't talk about your man to her? Like, what? Listen, I always want to hear about what's going on with my girls when they find them good men. Good, good good, men. And my big mama was a good man. You know, good black men. I love to hear that. You know, I love to celebrate my kings. You know, like, yes, girl, yes. You know, when I see them together, yes, couple, yes, I love that shit. You know, whether I'm single, whether I'm in a situation, whether I'm in a relationship, whatever, I love love. You know, and I come from a place of love. I got no hate in my fucking heart. You know, that's so crazy to me. So, this girl is not your friend, and you're gonna have to back off of her. You know, she's been showing you what time it is, and that's just. What it is. Um, But yeah. You know like this. This this is a no brainer boo. You know get your man and get the hell on. I'm sure you have other friends. Deal with them other friends. You know she's been the type to compare. And compete between us two. That is not friendship. That is not friendship. That's frenemy. That's what that is. Y'all are frenemies. Or you're her friend, but she's not yours. And I don't give a fuck how much money she lends you. You pay it back and you lend her money too. I don't care how much, you know, she's convinced you to go to school and go see your open mic. Fuck all that shit. This ain't your friend. And you need to drop her. Like third period fucking French in high school. Drop her. Or if you want to salvage the friendship, you're going to have to check this hole like a code. And let her know. And tell her, for you to be my friend, I want you to be supportive of me. For you to be my friend, don't tell me you don't want to hear and all of this. other. Don't do that. And for you to be my friend, you are not going to compete with me. I ain't in no fucking competition with you. You my friend. You my girl. So you can have a no bullshit talk with her if you want to keep this friendship. I mean, I don't give a fuck if y'all live. I don't give a fuck if y'all live together. her. That's just me and my Virgo ways. You know, we quick the snip, 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 and trash bag, glad bag, wrap that shit, and toss that shit to the motherfucking curb. That's us. But, you know, yeah, you either need to rectify this and call her on her shit, because, you know, some people be like, you really a friend, you call her on her shit, whatever. Fuck that shit. She's not a friend of you. Or, you can just cut your losses and get the fuck on with your good man, Shantae. Dante's got a man at home. Remember when that song came out, I don't know how old you are. And people were like, don't nobody want to hear that shit. Well, bitch, get home to him and stuff. Girls was hating. It's something about getting a good man. I don't know if it's because good men are, are sometimes hard to find and are scarce or whatever. Where you feel like, oh, uh, you see your girl get a good man. This is just one less man that you had access to. One less good man that you had access to in this shallow pool. I don't know. But it's time this shit will get off the pot. Work on your friendship with her or leave her to fuck where she's staying. And if y'all leaving to go to work or whatever at the same time, I wouldn't even look her way. You know? Because you don't want hear shit that I got to say anyway. Right, boo? Well, I'm going to make sure this shit is consistent in all subjects across the board. Nothing to say. Alright? So, um... The, 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 those are your, your choices. You're at the crossroads. Those are your choices. So um, I wish you um, the best. You know, but my heart of hearts is saying that this girl ain't your friend. And you need to cut your losses. But, you know, hey, you do what you want to do, babe. Okay? But um, this is my time. Um, I hope everyone has an amazing day, week, weekend, wherever I've caught you. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, because I'm like this all day, every day on my Instagram. My Instagram is Thoughts, Nikki N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. I have a sisterhood page where I talk my shit simply for my sisters. You know, I do have some guys who follow the page. They be like, I just want to know how y'all think. I just want to know what y'all be thinking. I just want to know, you know, whatever. So they follow it too, but it's a tribe cultist that you can also follow me on Instagram with that. Um, my nonprofit is I just want my people to heal. Also, if you want to donate to this podcast that I do, that I come out of my pocket for for y'all beautiful people, you can definitely do that. You can go on I just want my people to heal.org, and there's a donate button, you can donate there. Um, it doesn't matter how big, it doesn't matter how Like they say on Coming to America We like the type that jiggles But we prefer the type that folds You know, whatever it is you want to do I'm also on tour I will be in D.C. April 27th Tickets are on sale for that And I will be in New York City Brooklyn to be exact On May 18th I have a panel of myself um, Other sisters and brothers um, To talk about You know Love, relationships uh, parenthood, um, fatherhood, uh, motherhood, um, friendship—shit like this. Like this, uh, this letter that I just wrote. No, no subject is um, off the table, and it's going to be cool because it's a Mars versus Venus event. And those tickets are also available on the site www i just want people to heal dot um, org. Also, again, my store is blacksaucebrand.com. And I sell everything from sage to have a, a all-natural hair and body line or body products. I hand-curate them myself. I have apparel. I have yoni products. I have sage, healing crystals, incense, all types of things for you all. And the Instagram for that is Black Sauce Bread. Uh, my enrichment center is Black Sauce Enrichment Center. That's on Instagram, Black Sauce Enrichment Center. My email is center at gmail.com. We do have tutoring for persons five through post-grad, math, science, STEM-focused programs. We do college prep. You know, it's time, and I think it may be already started for um, the, to, to, to do the admissions for college, to apply for college. We walk you through those steps. uh, um, help you secure or to find um, scholarships for whatever uh, program of study you'd like to go into. So it's just an enrichment center for the masses. Like I said, five years old. We love our babies all the way up to post-grad. So um, make sure you follow. Make sure you hit me up. You know, I love feedback. If you want to enter your, your letter to me to read and for me to answer, you can do your Dear Nikki. That's Inc at gmail.com. Again, A-N-I-C-H-O-L-E-I-N-C.com. Oh, I do have a women's day retreat in Miami, um, the mending space. And you can get tickets from that on my website, www.aprilnicole.com, A-P-R-I-L-N-I-C-H-O-L-E. And you can also um, visit that same website to book a session with me if you want to do a one-on-one. Um, and I think that that's all. So you beautiful people have a wonderful day and I will see you next time. Take it.